Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X92.9's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. Monday, January 22nd, 2024. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. And this is the Beckler and Shauna Pisscast. Yes, it is. How was your weekend, Shauna? It was great. I was in Prince Albert, uh, which we'll talk about a bit on the show here, but it was a, it was pretty busy. I flew out after work on Friday and then have to fly into Saskatoon and it's an hour and a half drive out to PA and then... There's no uh, easy way to get there, is There's it? not, nope. no. Um, so yeah, but uh, we went to a cool event on the Saturday. Kind of just took it easy Friday, which was really nice. It's mm-hmm. been so busy that I was just like, can we just like do nothing? Let's like watch movies on Friday. It was a novel thing to do. Great. It's great. And then, uh, yeah, came came back yesterday. What about you? Super, super chill. Nice. Yeah, took the kids skating. It was a little cold, but we had fun. Good. And just like, yeah, lazed around, worked awesome. out, cleaned the hot shit out of the house last night. Great. Full hands and knees scrubbing of the floors. That's oh, it thing. always so, feels good. Yeah. yeah. So the house is all clean and I was all ready to go for the weekend. It's supposed to be really nice this week. Yes. Yeah, just feeling pretty good. Yeah. Uh, we had a good show today. Mm-hmm. You you did tell a few stories from your trip to Prince Albert. It's an interesting place. Yeah, it sure is. And Never the event you were at was very cool too. It was awesome. Yeah. So got a story from there. Um... Some white girl sings that popped up in an unusual place. More spooky stuff is happening at my house, my house, which is definitely haunted. I'll tell you about that. We'll talk a bit about how Airbnbs and Verbos, these short-term rentals, contribute to the housing crisis in a city. There's a new report out from Calgary uh, that shines a bit of light on that. Yeah. The neighbors may have probably seen me naked the other day. Uh, But first, your out-of-context clip of the show. If you're feeling ravenous, sate your desires by gathering knowledge. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. We got a message from a friend of the show, Catherine Beckler, about how it's Aquarius season and what this means for us. (laughs) Uh, So she forwarded us this video that she came across, and she said she wanted to uh, pass this along to us so that we know how to gear up and get ready for Aquarius season. Valuable advice. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Okay. Here's your guide to Aquarius season 2024. We'll be ready to look to the future when the sun makes his way into the fixed air sign on January 20th. Okay, so first of all, the sun makes his way. Of course, the sun is a he. Oh, I didn't realize they I just wanted to point that out. the sun. His way, okay. This easygoing transit can help us to let go of our inhibitions and celebrate what makes us unique. Mm. So remember that, okay? Release your inhibitions. Yes, and celebrate what's... No one else can do it for you. Nope. Only you can let it in. Yes, but because it's Aquarius season, you can do it. It's time, okay? Uh, Onward. If you're feeling ravenous, sate your desires by gathering knowledge. I don't even know what that means. If you're feeling ravenous, sate your desires, okay? Catherine sent me this video too, and this Uh is about the part where I started to not understand what was being said anymore. Absolutely. Like (laughs) this video was about three minutes long, so I've cut out some parts here. We're just getting to the the meat and potatoes. Uh, I don't, again, what does that mean? Yeah, like. If you're feeling ravenous, sate your desires by gathering knowledge. 
Change okay. that comes swiftly. It means that you're hungry. It means you're hungry. You're a hungry girl and you're hungry for knowledge. I'm a hungry girl. Mm. Stuff that into my brain. Put it into my mouth and right into my brain. It's Aquarius. By the way, that sounded like the hungry vacuum. I kind of did, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, okay. I know that you want the hungry vacuum to become. Yes, you do. Okay, anyway. Change could come swiftly once Uranus stations direct in Taurus on January 26th. Uranus. Uranus into Taurus. Uranus yeah. into Taurus, okay. Navigating the storm with an open heart will allow you to make responsible decisions when the time arrives. When the time arrives, okay. I don't know what any of this does. Any of this make. I can't piece this together and make this make sense. It blows my mind that there are people who hear that and they're like, and then what? <laughs> Tell me more. Like, are you writing notes down? <laughs> are people writing notes about this? Or In the video, this is just a voiceover this while is. someone does some, some, some bead work. Some very nice bead work, yeah. Beautiful bead work. Yeah. The bead work is lovely. It is. The rest of it. A very confusing. Malarkey. Uh, yeah, oh, there was just Hogwash. one part right at the end here, Possible though. Possible decisions right when part. the time arrives. Check your panties. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget. Don't forget, it's though. It's Aquarius season. That I understand. Do not forget. Check your pants. Check your pants. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna podcast. I'm afraid my neighbors across the street may have seen my jalopy. Oh, you showed your fun dip to your neighbors, <laughs> did you? Not intentionally. Okay, what happened? We have this big window in our bedroom that faces out onto the street, and in, the curtains aren't quite wide enough to cover the whole thing, so mm -hmm. there's like this smaller, lighter, sheer set of drapes oh, yeah. that fill that gap. And I'm I'm guessing when the lights are on, you can see like a bit of a silhouette right. from the street, but not enough that it's ever like bothered me. Okay. Well, I came out of the shower the other night, into the bedroom, toweled myself off, changed into my sleepwear, and I realized that those drapes had been left open. Mm. And both of my neighbors were outside shoveling yeah, yeah. across the street. They weren't looking at the time. No. But, I mean, if they had even glanced up for a moment, they would have got a, an eyeful of my garlic there for sure. So. <laughs> would have had your water buffalo just right yeah. in plain view for them. Hey. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, living down, you live downtown in a high I rise. Sure do. I'm sure this happens all the time downtown. Oh, my lordy ever. We've talked about this. I have shown my. My get up here. I've shown my Your gear to bin? all kinds of people. <laughs> all right. Like you have seen, there's, there's a lot of people downtown who have seen just me in my natural state, right in, yeah, that's yeah. fine. I mean, you look at some of these buildings and yeah. out the window is 200 other units. Yes. So you're, you're going to catch a glimpse here and there. I imagine. The I had this oversized is, balcony. It was like a performance stage. I would open the blinds and it would just be the, all of the, yes, there'd be 200 units just staring right onto my balcony. The curtain opens to polite applause. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Hello. Yes. You bow. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Um, the difference is you don't know those people. No, you don't. You don't know people living in the building well, across from did, you. But yeah. Whereas I do know these neighbors. I talk to them. Right. One of them so, was a listener. They oh, knew. well. Which that when I learned that, I was like, oh, that's good. That's really good. They moved their work from home setup toward the window. Uh, they all on. did during COVID. That was the worst part that everybody changed. So all of the desks were facing their windows. I was like, oh, good. I got to keep a close oh, eye on what's going on over there. Our tulip uh, garden is here for everybody to see. Here you are. Holy crap. Yeah, like like when I talk to these people, yeah, I you know, I awkward. know them and now they, they know you. really know me, don't yeah. they? Oh hello, sir. Yeah. They Size your my... Jurassic Pork is very pronounced, <laughs> we know now. They saw my busy world of Richard Scary. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering like forest what the... of darkness down there. <laughs> I was wondering what the legalities are around that. So I looked it up and it's not entirely clear. I think like if you're if 
the public can see you even if you're on your own property. Yeah. There is the expectation that you're clothed. Right. Like you can't just walk through your house nude with the windows open even though you're in your own house. You, you can't be naked in your backyard if people can see in. Okay, well... Again, That's it's an it. accident, whatever. Right? It was an accident, like, yeah, yes. But. Yes, your kilt lifter was not intentionally <laughs> exposed. <laughs> the and Shauna podcast. I was visiting my boyfriend on the weekend in beautiful Prince Albert, Saskatchewan, and uh, when we were driving around town, all of a sudden we go past this place, and it was it said booze drive through. It was a liquor drive through. <laughs> I didn't know that there were booze liquor drive throughs. In Saskatchewan. Did you know this? No, I didn't know that. I've never okay. seen that. Because apparently there are quite a few of them. Because I posted I, I posted this video of me going through because I was like, Cliff, like we have to experience this liquor drive-thru. I've never done this before. And so we pull up to this place. And first of all, there is this massive wall with all of the menus of different booze that you could order. And I was like, this is insane. <laughs> and then, of course, I was in Saskatchewan. So as one does, I ordered a couple tall cans of pill. And then they go up to the window and they just passed me these... Loose cans of pills? Loose cans of pill that I'm then in the driver's seat holding on to as I drive away. I was like, this doesn't seem like it should be illegal, does it? (laughs) Is that not open liquor? That's what I thought. Because you're not supposed to have liquor within reach of a driver. I thought that was a law. Right, unless it's sealed. And for sealed, I think like a bottle of liquor, like the seal can't be broken. And for, for beer, like it needs to be in the case still. Yes. Like I don't think you can just have a, a can of unopened beer sitting in your cup holder. I think that's considered to be open liquor. That's what I thought. But here I am getting handed these giant tall cans of pill. Because I even have a friend who got an open liquor ticket because there was an unopened cooler on the back seat of his yeah, This is what I thought. Uh, the back seat of his car. Mm-hmm. I know. I thought it was supposed to be out of reach of the driver, but here we are in Saskatchewan. There were three of them apparently in Prince Albert. Not one liquor drive through. Three liquor drive throughs. In Prince Albert. Wow. It's like, holy hell. I didn't think, I honestly just, I don't know how yeah. that's, I don't know if they expect or what you're supposed to do is immediately have to put it into the trunk after which or like. Which defeats the purpose of the drive through Which then. again is completely stupid because you're still passing it to me as the driver, <laughs> which I am then holding on to as I drive away. I can send the video if you want to see it because I posted it on our socials and stuff as well. This It just doesn't seem, the whole thing doesn't seem like it makes sense. No. Really doesn't. No, that's God's country out there, though. Yeah, but as as but apparently there are some in BC as well. Oh, so I didn't know that either. But yes, so it's everywhere. Saskatchewan thing. No, I like I said, I'm from there. I've never seen that before. Okay, okay, you it's pick not up your, just me. I was just pick up your hot cousin, go through the the drive through, get your booze, and off you go for a just like seeing real fun night in Saskatchewan. I mean, like. You really are. It feels like you're encouraging a little bit of drinking and driving as well, aren't you? Like I know, and like uh, I want to say that an adult should be able to, yes, you know, to pick up their booze and not drink it in the vehicle, uh-huh. right? That's see, but I get what you're kind of combining the two things. You are, so I right? can also like see it, the hang up there again. It just seems very strange. <laughs> Here's your giant pill can. Thank you. Don't open it, though. Oh, uh, I... W- uh, uh, uh. <laughs> it's just calling so to you. <laughs> it looks so good. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. The City of Calgary and the University of Calgary just released this uh, interesting report on short-term rentals in the city. Okay. And they were looking specifically at how they could update the city's short-term rental policy to help with the housing crisis. So, in other words, how are Airbnb and Verbo rentals currently affecting the housing market because you often hear short-term rentals partially blamed as contributing to a city's housing market right yeah um i was surprised by their findings though and you might be too 74 percent of the homes listed on airbnb and verbo are not permanent in calgary meaning a person or family 
lives there and only lists the property when they are traveling or when they're wintering somewhere else. Yeah. Interesting. Which also means that you know, even if we were to ban short-term rentals outright in this city, it wouldn't free up those houses to be lived in by someone else. Mm. They would just sit empty while the owners were away. Yeah. Uh, one of the researchers who was involved in this estimated that of the 1,500 short-term rental listings in Calgary, only 28% or about 420 properties could go back on the market. So 420 houses, well, we need about 50,000 houses right now. Yeah, that's now. not going to do a whole lot, no. is it? No. We barely even make a dent. That's like no. less than 1% of what we need. Yeah. So hmm. if you ever hear anyone directing their frustration with the way housing has gone in this city. On short-term rentals. On Airbnb or Verbo. It's not really a huge contributing factor. Because I know the big discussion began in, in Vancouver, and I'm wondering how much different the stats are there. Because I do know there seems to be a lot of vacant houses there. So I'm wondering if maybe it's quite different. Are you talking vacant houses that are owned by like by foreign owners? Yes, and that are then being rented out. Like I don't know if maybe that's more of an issue there. but More so than here, I would say. Yeah. And maybe even this short-term rental issue varies from city to city because i heard like reykjavik iceland for example yeah. which is a tourist hot spot now I, I had read this was a few years ago i don't know if it's still the case but that there was almost nowhere for people to live downtown because it was all airbnbs yes and i've heard that kind of thing as well uh so yeah i wonder if maybe it's just here that we have a bit of a different story right where it's not as bad when it comes to just having fully vacant houses but which was the the whole point of this study that they yeah. did but so that's not going to help us you know i think like in our frustration over how housing has gone we look for quick and easy places to, to place, place the blame, blame. yeah it's airbnbs right it's well it's not really airbnbs the other one i hear all the time is you know it's landlords with multiple properties it's you know <laughs> It's, it's boomers who own multiple properties and rent them out. Right. But I, I always think if someone's living in those properties, as long as they're not sitting empty, yeah. then they are still a place for someone to live. Definitely. So that doesn't seem like that's the issue either. This, the issue to me seems like too many people want to live here and we aren't building places fast enough. It's that simple. So it really, I mean, it's, it's, it's big. It's a big, big issue. Yeah. At, at its core, it seems like a fairly simple one. And I think all the anger directed at, you know, boomer landlords and Airbnb owners is a little bit misplaced. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Etymology with Shauna. Got a couple of them for you. Let's have them. Okay, first of all, I said keep it at bay the other day. I was like, where does that come from? And uh, Is it's it nautical? No, it's oh. not about a ship or a bay in the water or anything like that. It's actually from the 14th century. So when barking hounds were said to be at bay. So if a hound was at bay, it meant they were kept from attacking. And that was a common term that they used to use to refer to hounds. And that's because a bay was an old French word for barking. So oh. if you're keeping an animal at bay, it meant you were kind of in a standoff with a barking dog and it all transformed from that into at bay when it came to English. One of my favorite metal songs is called The Baying of the Hounds. Yes. And that used to be a common term is the baying of the hounds. And that just meant the barking of the hounds. Right. So there you go. Uh, and then we were sent the etymology of spider web. Uh, sorry, excuse me, cobweb, rather, not mm -hmm. spiderweb. And so I was looking into that because I was like, yeah, cub. why would you call it a cobweb? When it's a spider. Uh, so a spider used to be called an attercop. That was the old English word for spider. And it translated to poisonous head. 
That's what Atterkop meant in French. So that's where we got that. So we used to call spiders just poisonous heads. Is the word Atterkop in Alice in Wonderland? Am I remembering that correctly? It might be. It would make sense. Okay. Never mind, but um, yeah, yeah, so that uh, spider was an adder cop. Yeah, and you used to head. be able to find that in old like texts and stuff. I guess even J.R. Tolkien, at certain parts, used adder cop. At well, there some are point. spiders in his works, yeah. Yeah, so that's why, and that's why it's a cobweb because eventually cop was the short form for adder cop. So we used to call spiders cops. And then the way that English language transforms, a lot of those uh, consonants become softened. Mm-hmm. So a cop became a cob, and then we called spiders cobs for a long time. And then we just stopped using that term altogether. Do you remember when we were growing up, Shauna? I don't remember if this was on Popular Mechanics for Kids. You remember that show? Or if it was one of these like filler shorts that they would put in between the shows that we watched. Right. But they they were explaining the difference between cobwebs and spiderwebs in one of them. And they said cobweb is an old English word. Spiderweb is a new English word. Yeah. And spider just means spinning. So for some reason, we decided to stick with that one rather than the poisonous head. But spider translates to spin. And that's because, of course, <clears throat> I just choked on my own spit. It's fine. You got a frog uh, in your sp- throat. I've got a spider <laughs> in my throat uh, because they spin, obviously. But yeah, for some reason, we got rid of Cobb. We're like, yeah, we don't want that one anymore. And we stuck with spider. So there you go. Etymology with Shauna. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I can't believe that I uh, made this mistake, Shauna, but it wasn't Alice in Wonderland where I recognized the word Adderkop from. It was The Hobbit. Bilbo taunts the spiders. In Mirkwood. Big difference, Beckler. There's going to be some very angry Lord of the Rings like, fans here. Do I have to turn in my I uh, think so. My I'm fan the card one here? who brought up Tolkien before you did, which I was shocked about. And then you were like, ah. I was like, okay. And then you bring up Alice in Wonder. This is a big shank. I wasn't sure if it was one of those almost like, what's, is it the Jabberwocky, the poem in Alice in Wonderland with all the nonsense words yeah. in it? And I was like, is that where I know it from? No. There's Bilbo. He says, old fat spider spinning in a tree. Old fat spider can't see me. Adder cop, adder cop. Won't you stop? Stop your spinning and look for me. And that's how he distracts the spiders to let Thorn and company get away. Okay, well, now we know. <sighs> yeah, I, I kind um, of provoke your... This is heavy. Your Tolkien card over there. This is heavy for me. Mm. Part of it is that I don't read a lot of the poetry or the songs in Tolkien's work. Fair. I just kind of glance over that some of the... Skip over. Okay, but, okay, all right. I think I'm just making excuses. Yeah, you, at this you, point. I mean, I was going to say that's just an excuse, but <laughs> you can say whatever you want. Doesn't matter. That uh, card is uh, slipping out of your hands there. I've let myself down. I've let everyone down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Beckler Shauna podcast, the piss cat, the pisser. Piss cast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Later this week, we're going to have Shane Wenzel in studio to chat a bit about the housing situation in Calgary. Um, I, I always like talking to him about the trends that they see in housing. Yeah. I find that to be so interesting because. Housing adapts to us, to how we, are, to how people are living, and yep. to what people find important in their homes. So, totally. get the latest from Shane on that. I got a couple questions for him. I'm sure you do too, Shauna. Yes, I do. But looking forward to that. Probably uh, Thursday, you'll hear that. I'm thinking. Yes. Learn more about Shane Holmes and the work they do at shanehomes.com. Shane Holmes, the better way to build. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Last week after the uh, the snowfall in BC, friends were sending us Vancouver soft headlines. Of course, yeah. Including this one from Dimitri. <laughs> this was funny. It's a heavy snowfall terrorizes Maple Ridge, Pitt Meadows schools and businesses. Dear God. Terrorizes. How'd... Shauna. How does... 
how does snow terrorize? It makes it sound like it's like it's conscious Dear that it has a Lord. political agenda. Honestly, you can't know. Okay. No, it just falls every nope. winter. Yeah. Even locals in the comments were like, "Come on." I know. Like there are there are real wars going on in the world right now, and you're using the word terrorizes for a bit of snow. They had two snow days back to back. My sister really? was pretty excited. Yeah, two snow days. She uh, she's a teacher, so her and her kids were off, and they were just frolicking in the snow for two days. That's incredible. I haven't had two snow days in yep. my entire life. I know back to back snow days out there. Mm-hmm. Then shut things down. <laughs> friend of the show, Carly. She lives in Campbell River on Vancouver Island. And she told us they got six centimeters of snow and it closed all the schools. Six centimeters. Six centimeters, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then she shared with me one one of the local radio stations posts. It was a radio epidemic post. And it said, what's the worst side road to drive in town? Oh, God. (laughs) Tell us about the worst side road to drive in town. Jerry says Second Avenue. (laughs) That's a bad one, Jerry. (laughs) Second Avenue. (laughs) No way. It's Sixth Avenue. (laughs) Oh. Oh, oh, six oh, it's oh, 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 We always like to talk about Bob Cook because of that that amazing voice he has, the Yogi Bear voice. (laughs) Um, But clearly, Chelios did not like Mike Bob Cook. Didn't like him? Uh, No, he didn't. So he was telling some some stories here and there. But uh, this I found kind of interesting. I guess Bob Cook uh, would look at the list of ticket comps for each player. And if you had a bunch of unique people on your list of friends or whatever that you were trying to get into the game... He assumed that you would probably be going out the night before and probably tying one on, having a few, and he would intentionally bench those players the next day. So if you if a player tried to get free tickets for unusual people, unusual people, uh, co- and he would assume that they had gone. That's how they, they had gone out the night before and partied with these people. Yes. And that's how the tickets came to be, and that's how that then that's why that was the case. And for example, Chelios, I guess, is is known to be good friends with Eddie Vedder. And so anytime That's ba- pretty cool. Bob Cook would see Eddie Vedder on the list, he would be like, oh, well, they're definitely going out and getting... Dr-. And so he would purposely bench him the next day. <laughs> also knowing what? that you have a bunch of friends that uh, come along too and that maybe they want to see you and he would just assume that you'd be a piece of crap the next day and he would bench you just to just to say, maybe you shouldn't go out. Man, that's rough. And I was thinking about that. I was like, like that's... A crazy thing to do. Like, that's nuts. Apparently, Scotty Bowman used to do the same thing. So so it wasn't even just Babcock. So they would both do that. And it was kind of just a way to send a message to these players and say, look, we see who's on your comp list. We know what you're probably going to get up to tonight. You're not going to play the next day. That's cold. That does seem cold, cold. doesn't seems it? Seems like a Mike, Mike Babcock move, though. Really does seem like... Uh, uh, hey, Chris, I noticed you were partying the night before. And exactly. uh, you're going to be riding the plane tonight, bud, okay? <laughs> And Charlie's just like, frig you, man. Maybe we can go for a picnic later and talk about it, but you're going to be on the bench to start the game tonight. Don't like partying. That's all I can Who's the coach? Who's the NHL coach who would bench guys if they came to the game with a tan? Oh, my God. Because he assumed that they had been laying on the beach. Hilarious. He couldn't be tan. Was that also Bobcock? Because that just sounds like another cock move. Yeah. Another peacock move there. Uh, your skin's a little too dark for. Oh my <laughs> Looks God. like you're out in the sun, so uh, you're going to be benched beside Chris tonight. I'd be like, can you never speak again? <laughs> Honestly, please. The and Shauna podcast. We've had another spooky happening at our house. Oh no. Which uh, seems to be haunted for sure now. 
this house that we moved into summer before last. Uh, just a quick rundown of the inexplicable things that have happened There's in this house. There's been some weird things we going in. on, yeah. So during renovations, the breakers were off, but Calgary's hottest plumber was working in the kitchen, still managed to get zapped, even though the breakers were off. Also, I, I still need his number. <laughs> I've got some plumbing issues. Bet you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, a light bulb that was previously working fell out of the fixture and smashed, even though it was on just before that. Uh, the gas valve in the fireplace kept turning itself down. Despite the fact that I'm the only one in the house that knew how to do that. Yeah. Weird stuff like this. And I had recently found out that um, a guy I know owned my house years ago. And he said his wife was up to some weird stuff. His ex-wife was up to some weird stuff in the basement. It's interesting that it's all electrical, though. So, I mean, it could just be a really shoddy electrical job. But anyway. This one isn't electrical, though. Okay. So, on the weekend, we were heading out of the house. And I was looking all over the place for this tub of supplements that I keep on the counter. This tub of amino acids. I call them shminos. Mm. This tub of shminos sitting on the counter. I couldn't find I was like, I left it right here. Where is it? I can't find it. Does anyone move it? No. No one knew where it was. And I was like, okay, fine. Well, we got to go. So we just left. When we came back, shminos sitting right in that spot. Oh my God. So we're, we're talking... So this to- one isn't electrical. This one has to do with shminos, Shauna. We're talking a swole ghost here. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> we're talking a... A ghost that likes to work out and now he's stealing your supplements? Yeah, he's got all kinds of issues with the, the electrical, the heat. Okay. Probably and now the supplements. I wonder, like, the heat and stuff because he's working out, right? So mm. he's probably like, it's too hot. Readjusting. So turn this down, honestly. Okay. And then I need my supplements, of course. Gainsy the ghost. That's what I'm going to call him from this point forward. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So Gainsy's still in your supplements now. I'm putting it back on the counter later. How would that happen? Holy crap. Like I said, we were gone. We were, there was no one home to move them. That's weird. And like I looked on the counter right before we left because I was like, where are they? Hmm. I can't explain it. No, that's weird. It's not quite as spooky as the ghost pizza. We've got a swole ghost in your house. But Wow. I told you the ghost pizza story, didn't I? Mm-hmm. I've yeah. heard that one many times. Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't want to hear it What again. is going on in this place? The Beckler and Shauna podcast. We got an email from front of the show. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce the name. Jirai, I want to say. Jirai, I'm not sure. Uh, But this was the email. It says, not sure if you've already seen this, but I bought a box of a thousand Splenda packages from Costco. And it made me laugh and cringe at the same time. I thought about your show, and I wonder if these are white girl sayings. And she attached this screenshot of these Splenda packets. And oh yeah, on every single one of these Splenda packets, there is a white girl saying for sure. Really? Different sayings? All of them. Yep. So there's, be happy. It drives other people crazy. Every day is a new opportunity. You got this. Be your best today. Create your own sunshine. So every one of these Splenda packets has its own white girl saying. Individual white girl sayings. Just trying to artificially sweeten my coffee here. Don't need a... Holy crap. (laughs) Don't need a white girl saying. I was killing me. The perfect moment is now. Make some coffee and own the day. I was laughing because I was like, this is kind of the millennial version of the fortune cookie, isn't it? It sure is. Yeah, like that's least, exactly what I thought about. Yeah, you don't crack open your fortune cookie. You pour your sugar-free natural sweetener into your organic coffee, and then you read the packet as you do it, and that's going to tell you how your day is. Sure. They it's kind of like, like um, Justin from X Midday said his wife got like one of those calendars where you like rip the page off, and it's got a different thing oh, every yes. day. Oh, yes. Is it inspirational? Oh, oh every my. day different. Hit 365 you. days of white girl sayings, Uppercut. eh? White girl saying. Oh, yeah. Be happy. It drives other people oh, crazy. Oh, yeah. Just rub Vengeful it right in happiness. there. Put it right in your face. <laughs> rub those. Rip it off and put it all over you. Yeah. Oh, get my <laughs> best white girl. <laughs> <laughs> they need to put your... 
Too bad they didn't have your lucky numbers in there is what your astrological numbers should yeah, also be on. Just like the there. fortune cookies, right? Because they have your numbers at the bottom. We need your astrological signs, too, along with... Make oh, your sweetener packet a one-stop shop. Yeah. Give it all to you all at once and then put it right in your mouth. Podcast. Friend of the show, Craig, submitted another dad badge for us. Phenomenal. This will be the second dad badge of the show today. Yeah, lots of dad badges. Uh, it was a video of him driving around the neighborhood with his kid on his lap and the kid was steering and he that. said taking the boy out to whip some shitties this is a dad badge yep 100 percent. absolutely first of all sitting on the lap that's huge and then whipping some shitties i'm glad that that's the way he <laughs> described it but yes absolutely uh i think that's a rite of passage for any young person when dad takes you out to drive and then you're driving quote unquote and you get to put your hands on the steering yeah wheel yeah i took um I, I took bow driving. I tried to take, it's tough to find places around here where like I, you know, feel comfortable. Yeah. Like, but I took bow driving. It was really quiet one day and we went down to the, to the parking lot near Sokomi Lake. Yeah. This was, he was quite a bit younger and he was, he was steering and driving around and I was just like on the gas and brake. And then I saw an unmarked Ford, Ford Explorer coming down the road and I was like oh man is that the police so I kind of like threw Bo into the back seat and he got wedged between <laughs> and he was howling laughing as we tried to like uh, escape the police because we were breaking the law that's uh, pretty funny yeah but I gotta do that with Brigham too because it's a pretty memorable moment for totally. any young person also like let's be honest so the police saw that you're doing what are they gonna say They're in probably, an empty parking lot they'd yeah. probably be like all right he'd open the he'd be like excuse me he'd probably pull you over and then he'd hand you your dad badge be like you're <laughs> Here it is, you know? Nice shitties you were ripping over yep, there. Yep, you get a dad badge for that. <laughs> You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative. X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later. Later. After Hours, a weekly podcast that brings X Afternoons with Mariah and Ty to another level of awesome and allows you to listen on your own terms. Go behind the curtain and hear the stuff you won't hear on the radio. Like, f they're going to say f. Find X After Hours wherever you get your podcasts or on the X app.